with us, not against us. Goes before us. It's all around us. He surrounds us. Father, we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that we've seen here today moving, healing, empowering, directing, imparting to each one that came. To each one that came. Whether they came up or not, you are in an atmosphere of miracles. You are in an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit is honored, where He is first place. So no matter where you are, if there's hunger, if you're hungry, if you're pursuing Him, He is so moving in your life right now. I decree the increase of the Lord over each one of you. The love of God over each one of you. Transformation. Yeah, transformation. Because we get, we get so filled with His love that He literally heals us. Spiritually, emotionally, physically. In every way, He so heals us. When we become so healed, then we can really be the hands and feet of Jesus. Because it's none of us, all of Him. And life gives life. When we get healed, filled with His love, it's healed. When we get healed, filled with His love, it's life. And life gives life. That means His life in you is giving life to others. His life in you is giving life to others. Because what you carry is what comes forth. We carry the Spirit of the living God. And we don't want Him in just a little measure. We want Him to the overflow. We want the continual over... That's the heart of God that we have him to the overflow. So we're actually only wanting what he wants for us. How many of you know that's a win-win? That's a win-win. When we want what he wants for us, that's a win-win. And so we just say, yes, I yield to you, Spirit of the living God, and your touch of my life is your healing in my life. Therefore, when I carry your spirit, I go forth and I give life everywhere I go because we're life givers. You're a life giver. You're a life giver. You're a life giver. You're a life giver! Woo! We're life givers. See, before Christ, we were life stealers. We gave death. Because only with Christ can we give Christ. But when you said yes to Christ, you became all that he's called you to become. And so therefore now you can say, I give the life of God that you've put in me. on rejoicing for he is good Lord you are good Romans 15 13 says may the love of God fill you the Lord has filled us with the love of God but Romans 15 13 says may the love may, may the may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him may the God of hope he gives us 
hope, for he is hope. He is not hopeless, so we're not hopeless. We're filled with hope. So may the God of hope fill us with joy and with peace as we trust in you, Lord God, so that we overflow with hope. Say, I'm going to overflow with hope. I am overflowing with hope right now by the power of the Holy Spirit that you see displayed right here, right now. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. The God of glory. The God of glory. Oh, just keep receiving men and women of God, regardless of where you are in this room. We know God is doing amazing things, and so we want to honor what the Lord is doing. So we have no problem with you being on the floor. No problem at all. That's Romans 15, 8, 15, 13. Jeremiah 29, 13 says to seek me. Oh God, we seek you. Mm -hmm. Seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Uh, how I love the laugh of the Lord. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. That laugh is a laugh of victory. That laugh, I just heard it. I don't, I don't know if it was here, but I just heard. What I heard in the laugh was victory. What I heard was the, you know, the enemy thought he won. And for a moment, I even thought he kind of almost had the upper hand at certain parts of my life. What I heard in this laugh was all of us, was all of us, when we recognized where the love of God ambushed us and the laughter of the Lord came upon us. The laughter of God came out of us and that laughter was a laugh of a victory and a laugh of confidence. For we realized that, oh my goodness, how could I have even for one second have thought that the enemy would have been, would have, would have had victory? How could I even have thought for one moment? So the laugh is a laugh of victory because God's people are rising up in their faith, in the faith of God, recognizing that it's because of God in me that I am victorious. So I'm going to laugh. I'm going to praise. I'm going to rejoice because Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back for a spotless bride. You know, God, we are your bride and you're making a spotless, beautiful, perfect, holy, splendid indeed. Splendid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I feel like we have had ministry time and the worship and the word and worship and but I, I'm going to go ahead and get through some of this. Holy Spirit, have your way, not mine. And the words that you had me write, Lord, direct me. Because I only want to be yielded and I only wanted to say what you want me to say. Because so much more was caught here today. But nevertheless, I'm your vessel. So come. Do it again, God. Have your word go forth. Change all of us, God. Heal us. We yield. We love you. For when the power of God invades the power of darkness, 
miracles happen. And that's what we see. That's what we see when the power of God invades the power of darkness. Miracles happen. It happens corporately and it happens individually in your life. That was a phrase the Lord told me just dropped in my spirit years ago. And I knew that I knew that I knew that it was a phrase I needed to continue to speak. Never heard anyone say it, but the Lord dropped it in my spirit and I knew that I knew that it was going to mark out the ministry that he had for me, for us. When the power of God invades the power of darkness, miracles happen. That's why we make room for the Holy Spirit, for his power to come forth. Because whatever has come in, in the beginning, like whatever comes in the room, whatever, let me tell you, when we make room for the spirit of truth, the spirit of power, the Holy Spirit, there's no darkness, darkness that can stand in his presence and succeed. There's no darkness that can stand in his holy presence and have his way. For when the power of God, right, when he comes and he supersedes that power of darkness, miracles happen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Father. So does your life manifest the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit? Does your life, does it manifest the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit evident? These are questions we need to ask ourselves. Is the Holy Spirit evident in your life, day in and day out? How does one really, really walk with the Holy Spirit? I, let's turn to Romans 8, 14 through 17. Romans 8. Romans 8, 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. When we are led by the Spirit of God, we can be identified as being sons of God. Sonship. Sons of God. When we are led by the Spirit of God, not led by our own emotions, not led by some other ungodly spirit, not led by the spirit of the world, not led by flesh, not led by anything other than the Holy Spirit. When we, it says, for as many, as many, is there a limitation in the kingdom of God? Of course not. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. I want you to think about this scripture for a moment. I want you to think about the times that you know. Well, I don't think I was being led by the Holy Spirit there. I was being led by my own human spirit. What my desire is, because I know for this church, for the house of glory, I know for people that we are going to impact, that are not all here, but we're going to impact out there. It's going to require... It's going, to, it's going to require us to really be led by the Spirit of God, moment by moment. Do you believe that God wants to do a great work right now? Like right now. Like the great works that have happened in the times past are not just for the times past. For God wants to display His glory through you, through every one of you, today, right now. But I'm just telling you one of the keys is this scripture, Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led, as we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, if he's leading, he's 
in charge and he's up front, not us. So that takes a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. It takes a yieldedness and we don't get it right 100% of the time. That's why we've got to be reminded of the word. That's why it's important that we stay in his presence. That's why it's important that we, we keep our eyes fixed upon him. Because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The sons of God are going to do the will of God. The sons of God are its sonship. That means you have an inheritance. And the inheritance that he deposits on the inside of you is what's going to come forth out of you because you're walking led by him as a son and not as a pauper. Not as an orphan. But as a son. Sonship. This scripture is really powerful because it's so clear in the fact that anytime we get it out of alignment, we can say, Lord, I don't want to lead. I want you to lead. Spirit of the living God, let, let your life be what leads me. Let's go on to the next scripture verse, verse 15. It says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage, which means the spirit of slavery. Say, I did not receive the spirit of slavery. Not by my daddy, God. I did not receive a spirit of bondage, did you? Not by your daddy, God. By the God of this world, yes. But not by our daddy, God. We did not receive a spirit of bondage, which is a spirit of slavery. That means any time that the enemy comes in panic and fear and stress and in worry, that is something that the enemy is trying to put on you and he can use every excuse in the book. He can, he can use all the logical, uh, you know, excuses but you know what it means nothing to the king of kings because those are not ways we are to live you can get a lot of people to agree with you but let me tell you i just want god to agree with me i want to be in agreement with god let's put it that way i want to be in agreement with him and i know that anytime fear bondage slavery comes into my life it is not the spirit of god there's a false agreement that i've just come into agreement with and it's up to me to quickly get it right the enemy is subtle and he wants to entrap whoever he can so we have to always keep our mind set mind set on the word keep our mind set not constantly moving and changing but mind set fixated set permanently on his word keeping our mindset on him. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, which is the spirit of sonship. Sometimes people think the spirit of adoption, oh, but I don't want to be an adopted child. But that's not what that means. It's not second place. It's not discarded, so therefore you can just join our family. It's the spirit of sonship. Which means inheritance, which means same bloodline. The same bloodline, say I have the bloodline of Jesus Christ. His DNA is within me. I'm a son of God, a daughter of Christ. Amen? So sonship, when you read the word adoption, it means sonship. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. That word fear, panic, terror, anxiety. We know that God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We have a sound mind. Always. Moment by moment. And the minute that the enemy tries, or the world tries, life tries, to put anything other than that on you, get rid of it. Take a, recognize it. Take authority. 
right away. Right away. You sense confusion? Right away. Right away. Last week I started to, I started sensing this confusion. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Yeah. And, and it, it, was, it was during the week, and, and I was like, I felt like, like even my words, they were just coming out and they were all confused. I wasn't like, what was I saying? I didn't understand what I was saying. Like, what is going on? And I stopped and I said, oh, no, you don't, devil. Spirit of confusion. Because when you know, when you've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. When you know of his loving kindness. When you walk in step with him. The minute the counterfeit comes to try to put something else on you, it's quickly identifiable, is it not? So I immediately recognized confusion and I said, uh-uh, out in Jesus' name, stop. And of course, his goodness started to flood. His peace, his perfect peace, his clarity came back. So I say this because sometimes there are teachable moments in our life that we, that we all get to grow and learn from. Amen? But here it says, you did not receive the spirit of bondage, again, to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, which is the spirit of sonship, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Abba. And the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. The Holy Spirit is bearing witness with our human spirit that we are children of God. And if children, here it says, then heirs, and heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. All that heaven has for you is now. Not just one day, but now. Because we get to walk in the goodness of the Lord now. Heaven on earth now. Oh, this is a revelation that the Lord gave me a few years back. But I'm telling you right now, when you get the revelation, and I believe that we are getting revelation in part. We all get revelation in part. God is continuing to impart, though. He's continuing to impart his revelation. And so all of heaven, he wants you to walk in the all of heaven. How many of us here today want to walk in the all of heaven? Everything, not lacking one thing. Because, see, we're children, but we're not just children. We're sons, but we're not just sons. We're kings, but we're not just kings. We're priests. And so we said here that we have inheritance, the divine inheritance. Amen. Hallelujah. We partake of everything he's given us now. There's no lack. There's no lack. And it says, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together okay let's stop right there for one moment because how are we going to walk very first scripture very first scripture to walk in step with the spirit sons of god right are going to be led by the holy spirit this scripture right here so children are heirs of god no let's go back to where we were there we go thank you so children heirs of god joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him that we also may be glorified together when we walk in oneship with God, like emptied out of ourselves and full of Him, right? And that's a moment by moment thing. But here, see, it says that not only do we suffer with Him, not everybody's going to understand you, like you, agree with you, want you on their side, on and on and on. It doesn't matter. 
Because when we get filled with all of him, there's no room for anybody else anyway, unless you're also filled with all of him. Then we're all going in the same direction, and then it doesn't really matter, because we're all just glorifying him, and our faces are just lifted up to him in a glorious way, with an unveiled face, we all seek him. So God will gather people together with you, but all your faces are looking up. You're not looking at what this person is doing and what that person is doing because together we all with unveiled faces, we're looking up to him. So God will gather people together. So not only are indeed will we suffer with him, right? But God will gather those together that are like-minded with unveiled faces moving forward, walking in step with the spirit, but also we will be glorified together. When God is glorified, right? He glorifies, it's like he will glorify you, but he's not glorifying you. He's glorifying the God in you. He is glorifying Jesus in you, his Holy Spirit in you. But man will see you, but our job is to, is to direct them to Christ so that they see Christ in us. And then we glorify him. Is this making sense? So powerful. It's so powerful because we walk in step and in sync with the Holy Spirit. And this is part of it. Part of it. I haven't even gotten to point one. I have not even, this was just my opening scripture. I have five points and I haven't even gotten to point one. I don't think we're going to get to the whole message today. But I do know this. That I, we are going to get to what the Holy Spirit has for us today. And I guess this was an introduction. <laughs> it's an introduction. Because there are, five, there are five ways that the Lord said there are going to be characteristics that will be displayed in our lives to glorify Him. If we want to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. Because you don't have to. We could say, nope. I'm, do it. I, I'm, I'm busy. I got to go do this or that. Oh, but people do. And they don't mean to. You know, but it's that self-made, I, I got to, I need to do this, I got to make it happen. I, perfect love hasn't been perfected yet. So they still are striving. So there are many Christians that still strive. Right? And so it's not like they're, you know, they're trying, they don't want, you know. But it's a learned, walking in step with the Holy Spirit is a learned thing. And it comes with yieldedness. It comes to denying and self, totally denying self. And being willing to look stupid. Being willing to look rid ridiculous. But love, we do it because love has compelled us. Because zeal for his house has consumed us. <laughs> zeal is passion. Passion for his house has consumed us. Do you want... To walk in step with the Holy Spirit every day, not just at church, but always. Because we have a world out here that is so desperate for the move of God. They don't even know how to ask. They don't know how to ask. How could they ask for something that they don't even know exists? Oh, they, may, they understand religion. Don't get me wrong. They understand religion. They've heard the name of Jesus. They've heard the name of God. And for some, they've heard the name of the Holy Spirit. But it hasn't always been displayed accurately. Lord, forgive us. So the world doesn't even know how to ask for something that's not widely, correctly displayed. But my heart is, is that we're going to learn to walk in step with the Holy Spirit because sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. 
And we're sons of God in this room. We are all children of God. We are all in sonship with him. But we've got to be constantly led because there's a world that's dying, that's hurting. And we have the answers. So it just takes us understanding how to walk in that and how to release that to a dying world so that the dying world can be a living world. Because just like we're going to live forever in eternity, right? There are people that you're to speak and, and, and be an influence over so that they too will choose life. Choose this day whom you shall serve. Choose life so that instead of dying, they live for Christ. Die to self, but live for Christ. So Father, teach us how to walk in the Holy Spirit. Teach us how to be sons and sons, daughters. There's no gender in scripture in, in, in the kingdom. But teach us how to be sons of God that really truly understand how to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. Day by day, moment by moment. Forgive us when we grieve you, Father. Forgive us, Lord God, when, when we don't even think about you, which is grieving you. It grieves you, Father God. We repent because we certainly don't do that on purpose because we love you, Father God. But Lord, we know that there is always room for more. And so right now we make a decision, right now, each and every one of us, for the more of God in our lives. We say, Father, would you bombard us, bombard our dreams. Lord, would you fill us, fill our dreams, oh God. When we dream at night, Lord God, the visions you give us by day, the dreams you give us by night, oh God, let it be an infilling of the Holy Ghost. Let it so spill out of us, Lord, to everyone that we touch, oh God. I thank you for prophetic dreams. I thank you, Lord God, not only for the dreams, but the interpretation of the dreams. I thank you for accurate interpretation of dreams. I thank you, Father God, for the glory that you're pouring out right here, right now, in this place, spilling out, even out there. The glory of the Lord. Father, this is the best time to be alive. It is the best time, Father. We know that. Holy Spirit, we just want to be conduits of your glorious presence that we would have the eyes of love to everyone that we see. That we would see right through the brokenness. We'd be able to see right through with laser sharp vision. Accurately seeing the heart of God for each individual that you bring into our lives. Mm -hmm.